Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is episode 28 on the Mary Biz podcast with professional Instagrammer Lauren Barr. Welcome to Mary Biz. Get inspired to live your best life and learn what it takes to create an epic business from the world's most amazing entrepreneurs. We're your hosts, Emma and Carla Pappas. Let's get our Mary Biz on. Today's guest is a chef turned photographer turned professional Instagrammer. She was an early adopter of the now very popular mobile app and in early 2013 she saw the potential with her 200,000 plus followers quit her job to monetize solely off her Instagram account. Since then, she now has over 450,000 followers, has put together countless Instagram campaigns and travels the world taking amazing photos in her own beautiful photography style. We are so, so excited to welcome Lauren Barr to the Hashtag Mary Biz podcast. Yay! <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> We're pumped to have you on the show, Lauren. Oh, I'm always pumped to do podcasts. I love them. Of course <laughs> So the first question we ask everyone is, what is on your agenda today? Well, today I have a very exciting 12 hours or so of desk work. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not what you expected to hear, but, um, you know, the glamorous life of a traveling Instagrammer uh, requires quite a lot of administrative work to keep going. Um, So when I'm at home, I usually have quite a backlog of sort of emails and reporting that I have to get through. And that's what I'll be doing today. (laughs) Awesome. It's so interesting to hear about the whole kind of process. And I think it's important that everyone does know that it's not all just, you know, go being out there and taking photos. We do have to check out emails every now and then. <laughs> oh, emails. Yeah. Something they don't tell you about. <laughs> so we, we know a bit about your journey. We actually met you in Canberra, I think two years ago. Well, one of us did. I did. Um, and It was really interesting hearing your journey to become a professional Instagrammer and we'd love you to take our listeners back to how it all began. Okay, um, I'll try not to ramble on for too long but (laughs) uh, basically, um, yeah, I was a chef like you already said in the intro. Uh, I had adopted Instagram quite early and that was about four and a half years ago. Um, Mm. It was a platform that I just fell in love with instantly. Mm. I didn't know it was about taking pictures when I downloaded it. 
But I really quickly figured that out and started taking pictures on my iPhone and that got me excited about photography. So I got a camera and I guess that whole, you know, the fact that I was sharing that journey and that growing passion made my account quite interesting (laughs) because it was changing quickly and I was changing quickly and I was, you know, talking about my journey and talking about, you know, my experiments with photography and throwing myself into that and throwing myself into the community to learn how to do things with my camera. Um, So based off of that, my account started to grow very quickly um, and I managed to get myself about 200,000 followers. That's amazing. I know. In just over a year. Uh, And at that point, you know, that was when Instagram was just getting mainstream. So that was Mm. when everybody was starting to hear about it and get on it and use it. And, you know, your brothers and sisters and parents and, you know, people were using it, more of the population. So I grew quite quickly and I had this great platform and I thought there was potential to do something with it and to use it as a social media marketing tool. And that's when I gave notice at work. Amazing. (laughs) Um, And I I figured out what I wanted to do and that was, you know, my passions. That was travel, photography and social media. Um, So I started reaching out to tourism boards, just really randomly looking up, like Googling tourism boards, email addresses and contacts and saying, hi, I'm an Instagrammer. I'd like to work for you. Which was so awesome. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and then, um, you know, a few things were coming my way because Tourism Australia have been great Instagram advocates for tourism in this whole country. Mm, Um, So people people knew Instagram was great and valuable and TA was setting a great example by using it. So the stuff that was coming to me, you know, there was a, a line in the sand, whereas when I was a chef I could say, yeah, I'd love to come down and photograph the Australian Tennis Open. You know, after I had quit and I didn't have a source of income, I was yeah. saying, yeah, I'd love to do this, but, you know, you have to pay me something. Yeah. And that, that's when it started to become a career and that's when I started realising that I had to justify the service that I was offering and the value of it to, you know, to make sure that the the client or the tourism board or brand was happy to pay me that money and it was a justified expense. So really crash course in marketing, uh, crash course in the tourism industry Um, and and I loved it luckily and I love the business side of things and that has then led me to do more in the way of campaign management, um, bigger projects, you know, organising and working and hiring other influencers uh, education, wow. uh, consultancy and public speaking and I do workshops and I speak at conferences and, you know, all of these other things that I guess come with the territory of being the first at something. That is so, yeah. so amazing. So, what an amazing story. Yeah, so that's where I am now. Um, I still do a lot of travel, obviously. That's, the, uh-huh. that's my bread and butter and that's the heart of my business is to travel and share that experience on Instagram. Um, but as well, I do a lot of other things as well <laughs> and I do a lot of emails. <laughs> Yeah, I can I think, imagine. Yeah, I think it's really awesome like to hear that you know it's not just about traveling and taking photos for brands and for tourism boards that you do do other things like you bring in these other income streams like speaking, like holding holding workshops and things like that. And I think that just shows like it is all about like pulling it all together to create that amazing career and you know that so you can do it full time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's more so, than like, full time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So true. It's like lifetime. Yeah, but it's all it's all good because you love what you're doing. So it's like, well, is it work or is it just my life? Exactly. (laughs) Love it. Um. So could you like run us through like an example of what you would do for a brand or a tourism board, and like you know, like 
how many photos you might share or what yeah. you do. How, how but, do you decide yeah. what the campaign includes? Uh, well, I have a package. Ah. Um, I have a few different packages depending on, you know, the budget and what the client wants to achieve. Awesome. But my basic package and what I sell still the most of is what I call solo influencing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would work with either a brand or a tourism board and I do pick and choose the brands that I work with. They have mm-hmm. to be brands that are related to travel yeah. Yeah. Um, or photography, something that I'm interested in that I think yeah. I can promote and that I believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, and with destinations, I work with every destination. I think they're all they all have good points and it's up to me to yeah. find the things that I love and share those things. Yeah. Love so, um, so yeah, I, I have that, that basic package and what it includes is, first of all, a workshop on how to use Instagram for marketing. So that's something something that not many influencers do. Um, And I started to do that because I noticed that my clients didn't understand Instagram as well as I would like them to. So I put together a slideshow. It's about an hour and a half um, and it goes right through Instagram, how my client can use it well, um, social strategy, content, content strategy, working with influencers, you know, all of the stuff that they need to know. And I do that either on my first day in a region or I do it over Skype before I go in. So that's that's quite a big player in the package. Yeah. Uh, the secondary thing is three Instagram posts a day. Um, mm-hmm. And those posts are my own images and my own captions and storytelling. And mm. those uploads are inclusive of my client's username and hashtag. Mm-hmm. So that has a bit of a twofold effect. Um, the username is obviously driving traffic. So I'm encouraging people to follow my client mm-hmm. on Instagram. Um, and the hashtag is bringing attention to the fact of what my client's hashtag is mm-hmm. so that people that are also in the region or destination or doing things with the brand can also use that hashtag and help my client to start generating user-generated content. So yeah. then there's the awareness aspect because obviously I'm talking about the brand or destination. Um, so it's it's a huge PR spin, you know. It's all about, yeah. hey, I'm in Canada and Canada, Canada, Canada and this is what I'm yeah. doing and it's so cool. <laughs> um, so that and then off the back of that, all of the shots that I take, even the ones that I don't post, um, I tend to edit between say 40 to 100 shots um, that my client can use on social media unlimited. Wow. Uh, credit me. Uh, they always have to put my username, but they can use okay. it on Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Plus, you know, Instagram, whatever it is that they use. And finally, I do a report at the end. And the report is quite inclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, it has, you know, how many impressions, how many people we reached, uh, the sort of content that people were responding to, um, how many followers my client gained from the campaign, yeah. you know, how many shots they got, where the outside reach was, where else I posted content, and finally, a media value. So, you know, they get the workshop, they get the content, they get the awareness and the PR, they get the, the user-generated content, they get traffic, and they get a report that sums it all up at the end. And that amazing. is my basic package. That's amazing. <laughs> and you know what I really love about it is, like, it's not just about the Instagram posts. You're really educating the brand and the tour- or the tourism board about Instagram and about working with influencers because I think a lot of people, yeah, they don't realise the potential to have work with influencers. So I think you're not only doing, you know, a favor for yourself, you're doing a favor for bloggers and Instagrammers all over the world. Well, that's kind of my philosophy. You know, I, I don't just want to do well for myself. I want mm. other people to do well so that the industry strengthens and flourishes and stays around. Oh, you know, I love and, it. I, I, love so recommending, <laughs> I love recommending people that I believe in as well if I'm not available. And it's a yeah. free service, you know, if my client wants me and I'm not available – I tell them who they should use and I, yeah. and I recommend people that are doing great things because it's not 
I don't consider other Instagrammers or influencers, I don't consider them competition. Yeah. I think that we strengthen and enrich each other. Oh, I love that. Oh, <laughs> We're all for that. I'm so, so excited yeah. already about this. This so, is amazing. Lauren, what do you reckon is like your most favourite or craziest experience that's come, you know, from being a professional Instagrammer? Oh, there is so many. I, <laughs> you can I, list a few. Well, I mean, <laughs> I guess... I've kind of I class it as my pinch me moments now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so like any any time that I'm traveling and I kind of stop, even though I'm working and I'm busy and there's a lot of things on my mind, when mm. I actually stop and think, holy shit, this is my life. Yeah. <laughs> those are the moments that make it all worthwhile. You know, those are the things that really make me remember why I started to do this and what I love about travel and why I'm trying, you know, why I'm working to inspire others to travel. Yeah. And sometimes it can be something super obvious like the aurora, you know. Oh, my gosh, I <laughs> saw that. <laughs> going to see the aurora. Instagram, and it, oh, I want to go epic. there. Epic. So, you know, sometimes it's something really obvious. But other times it's, it's subtle. And, you know, one of my most recent subtle moments was in Oman. And I was literally just walking through a pomegranate farm. And the pomegranates were in season, so they were all ripe and they were on the tree. And there were all these, like, local kids running around and pushing each other in wheelbarrows. And, you know, it just it smelt really good and the sun was out. And I just – it was just instant. Like, this is why we travel, to have moments like this. Yeah. So sometimes it's really in your face, like Aurora, swimming with manta rays, jumping out of a plane, going up in a helicopter. <laughs> and other times it's something really subtle like a conversation or a meal or an experience like walking through an orchard. Um, wow. Yeah, there's, I, there's a lot. I just got like shivers when you described oh. the, like the orchard and the pomegranates. Like, so where was that? Oman. Oman, yes. Where's that? <laughs> Oman's in the Middle East. So it bought wow. the Arab Emirates and it's a great destination. My wow. gosh. It's so amazing. And I think like like the power of travel, like to get outside of your comfort zone, to leave your, your home for a while, just like impacts your life so much. So it's such a powerful message, amazing message yeah. that you're sharing. Perfect. So, so cool. <laughs> so, I mean, you're epic on Instagram. You have over 450,000 followers and your photos are Stunning. beautiful. Like Thank I you. always scroll. I'm like, 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 like. <laughs> so we'd love to get, you know, your top three Instagram tips for all of our listeners. Um, well, I do kind of split this up between photography and Instagram oh, well, we because they're very too. different. Oh, okay. So let's go Instagram first. Awesome. Um, so top tips for Instagram are obviously number one would be content. You know, the, the better the picture is, the more engagement it will attract. Um, so I guess for a lot of people I say take quite a few pictures but then only share the best one. So if it's yeah. a scene that you love, you know, I've, I see a lot of people sharing five or six pictures of the same scene. Just pick the best one and share that. Ah. Um, so best content that you can, number one. Number two would be engagement. It's not just about the people that are coming to you and liking and commenting to you. It's about going back into the community and giving back. Mm-hmm. So the more you engage with other people, the more that you support and comment and like and, and share and have conversations with others, the more that that will come back onto your account. Mm, yeah, so it's it's kind of equally as important as content. It's a sharing community and it's a community. It's the definition of it. You know, it's, it's give and take. So number yeah. two is engage with other people. <laughs> um, and number three would definitely be consistency. Mm. And that consistency is the quality of your images, um, how often you post, how much time you spend on the platform, um, how much you engage with other people. 
it's it's great to fall into consistent habits because mm-hmm. then people know what to expect when they're a part of your community and there's no surprises, you know. People follow me because I travel and they yeah. know that they can always see travel shots and they know that I reply my comments and they know I'm going to do a few posts every day. And if I all of a sudden stopped traveling and started taking pictures of like – interior design yeah. <laughs> and did like one a week you know it, it's very inconsistent and it would definitely cause people to be less interested in me totally. so yeah so content engagement and consistency oh, amazing it. and we, so we'd love to hear about um I guess photography tips as well I mean like lots of people want to get into travel or professional instagramming but have no idea how to use a camera like how, <laughs> like what would you recommend you know the first step yeah and the cool thing is like you weren't a photographer before like oh. you've that's so you've awesome taught yourself yes. <laughs> um look photography can be very overwhelming mm. and I find a lot of people especially on a platform like Instagram they get started with a mobile phone yeah. And I kind of compare using a mobile phone for photography to you know learning how to drive an automatic car you're yeah. you're learning the basics you're learning not the basics it's still important but you're learning predominantly composition and composition is obviously hugely important but you're not so much learning about exposure how you're getting that picture how you're getting the results what's happening with your exposure what's happening you know with your settings and, and how it's all coming together so like driving a manual car where you're not just doing the driving you're using your gears as well yeah um so I think it's great to learn on a phone um and I did And I don't regret it um, because I had all of that composition stuff sort of down pat before I got Mm. into the photography with the camera. So once I got the camera, you know, the first priority was to learn exposure, which is ISO aperture and shutter speed. And people can be very overwhelmed when they get their camera Mm. because there's so many buttons and so many so much conflicting information out there. Um, So I guess for me, I I've made it a priority to understand ISO aperture and shutter speed, and that Uh was first. And everything after that was just knowledge that I built on. So now, you know, I can ramble on about white balance and histograms and <laughs> manual settings and exposure so competition. Cool. But you can't, you can't try and do all that all at once. Yeah. yeah. The, the key takeaway, I guess, is to get your camera. Don't read the manual too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love um, that. Figure out how to change your ISO shutter speed and aperture and figure out what each of them are. Uh-huh. And take like a gazillion photos <laughs> and, you know, go out there and take pictures really regularly um, yeah. every day if you can or every other day or every weekend and take a lot of pictures because it's digital photography. So you yeah. can just delete them if they don't work out um, and learn from your mistakes. So shoot heaps, do a little bit of theory, but don't overwhelm yourself <laughs> and, you know, learn from the pictures that you're taking. You, you can take a thousand pictures and only three of them are good, mm. but work out what you've done to make them good and learn from that and move on. And that's, I love it. that's pretty much what I did. <laughs> you know, if you saw some of my earlier shots, like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so awesome to hear like that you just started from not knowing anything about it. Then you just taught yourself and it's all through action. And I think that's such an amazing message to share to everybody. Wow, I'm cool. so inspired to like, take my camera out and start shooting more so we can get epic photos. Yes. <laughs> All the photos. So um, when I met you, Lauren, we did an Insta walk, which was really cool. We were in Canberra and we walked around and we all took Instagram photos of similar things. Do you still do that? I do still do Insta meets. <laughs> I love so cool. Um, I can still remember my very first Insta meet because it was the first time I'd met people off the internet in person. Yeah. <laughs> Scary. 
And I've done so many now. I would say hundreds and wow. I don't even think anything of it anymore. It's like, yeah, let's do an Instamate. Let's go to an Instamate, Instamate. And I don't realize <laughs> that there's still people coming along that they're at their very first Instamate. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess, you know, it's, it's about community and it's about making people feel welcome and it's still about at the heart of it, Instagram and talking about talking about the platform and how you use it and how much you love it and sharing tips and, you know, and becoming a part of the community out in the real world, which is something that Instagram does that other platforms don't. That's so true. So in the social media platform world, social, like they change, like Facebook, the algorithms that change, how the community uses the platform, that changes as well. Have you noticed that Instagram has, you know, changed in any big ways? with how the community engage with your posts in particular? Well, in a couple of ways. Um, I guess the biggest change has been the fact that Instagram has monetized um, mm, with, yeah. the, with the, you know, advertising coming in. And when that happened, you know, outrage plus. <laughs> yeah. People I know. Um, but for me, I completely understand the move and I understand totally. the resources that go into making a platform like that operate. So the advertising, you know, I get it and I'm fine with it. Um, Sometimes I wish that the advertising was a little bit more intuitive to my interests. Yeah. I have found that some of it can be bad. Um, And now it's an open source advertising platform. So anyone can put a sponsored poster and add up. And there's, you know, there is bad content out there now. But again, like good and bad. Like, hey, my entire life has changed and now I get paid to travel the world. Like versus, oh, I see an ad that I don't like. Yeah, so true. Yeah, so I'm cool with it um the other thing I guess is that engagement has dipped fairly considerably we've noticed this as well yeah it's something look I'm a part of a lot of online forums about Instagram because it's my business so it's important to keep on top of the trends and what's happening and you know I guess worst case scenario people are saying that it will become like Facebook where you don't get an organic reach anymore you have to pay to boost your post to reach your Mm. audience Uh, There's no indication that that's happened yet and Instagram has fairly categorically stated that they won't do that. Yeah. Um, So fingers crossed that they don't. Um, The the drop in engagement could be, you know, it could be from any number of factors and some of them could be the fact that the platform is saturated. Um, There's so much great content on there now so less people are looking at our individual content. It could be because... You know, it could be a bug or a server issue because there are so many users and so much content and so much data going around so that, yeah. you know, perhaps your content isn't reaching everyone and it's not mm. a deliberate thing. It's just, <laughs> you know, it's just maybe a technical bug or something like mm. that. Um, yeah, I guess, or it's just people aren't looking as much and that could be a factor as well. Yeah, but- we weren't sure. We were like maybe like people – kind of like immune, getting immune to all the photos because they're so used to just scrolling. Like on Facebook, like I used to like everything and now I just kind of scroll. Yes. So maybe that's what people are doing on Instagram. They're just scrolling. So they're still seeing it, which yes. is a good thing. Yeah, well, I <laughs> actually believe that as well and for a number of factors. And mm. one of them is the fact that my boyfriend is a scroller. Ah. Yeah. I often see him on Instagram and he is into health and fitness. So he looks at um, sort of exercise videos and diet uh-huh. tips and stuff like that. And he will sit there and watch a 15 second video three or four times until he, you know, understands the mechanics behind the exercise. And then he'll scroll on. And I'm like, <gasps> where's the double tap? There. <laughs> Give that video a like. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think less people are tapping. Uh, okay. But I think that 
you know, there probably are still a lot of people seeing it and just forgetting or it's not important anymore. And I'd love to see um, Instagram maybe showing views like Facebook does with yeah. Yeah. And that is actually something they've just bought out with video. Yeah, with the videos. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see something like that. Wow. Oh, so, that. Lauren, what's your next destination? Thailand. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm off to Chiang Rai to visit a, um, an Anatara property. So they're a chain of beautiful luxury hotels. Oh, my gosh. It's actually an elephant sanctuary. <gasps> Amazing. So they've basically provided a place where the elephants and mahouts in that particular area can have sanctuary and they don't have to take mm. to the streets to work. I'm, I'm fairly passionate about animal conservation and animals in tourism. Um, I don't, you know, ride elephants or endorse that. Yeah. I don't know how bad it can be for the animals when they're yeah. being and taken from the wild. But I'm also a realist and I understand that this is happening mm. and there are elephants that have been taken from the wild that can't go back to the wild. Mm. So properties like this and sanctuaries like this do provide a safe place for them that they don't have to you know, be toting tourists up and down the streets of Bangkok and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I'm excited. I'm, I know that there's a great um, a doctor of conservation working on the property and I'm excited to meet him and hear his take on, on what wow. they're providing the elephants and what the future is. Um, and I'm excited to see the property too because I've heard it's just stunning and I love Thailand. I love Thai mm. culture and it's, it was actually the first country I ever went to. So. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Exciting. Yeah. So, like, when you work with like a tourism board or a brand, like, are they often coming to you with like the story or the brief, or is that like up to you? Like, you're like, oh yeah, well, I want to go here because I'm really passionate about this, and this really works well with me. Um, with destinations, as I mentioned, I do everything. So, yeah. even if it's a destination that people might not think is great, you know, if I, a good example is Ipswich. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ipswich is a city on the outskirts of Brisbane and it has uh-huh. a terrible reputation for just being blah and I have actually been through and done a little bit of work there as a part of a bigger campaign from um, Brisbane Marketing and wow. I found a lot to love in Ipswich they have so cool. well, they have a you know they have a beautiful Japanese garden that they have a sister city over in Japan who came wow. part of it they've got great churches they have hot air ballooning um, out in the outskirts, I've got a like a massive emerging food and wine scene as well. Wow. So if if a destination like Ipswich comes to me and says, you know, we'd love to do some work with you, I don't say like, oh, I'd rather go to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that every destination has a right to be represented well. And I don't awesome. prioritize different clients based on what the destination is. I take everything. Wow. <laughs> out of it because I think that all tourism is beneficial and some people can't afford to go overseas and do these you know amazing things that I do you know there's people so on the Gold Coast that maybe they just want to take their family for three nights you know a long weekend up in Ipswich and they want to know what great things there are in an area like that yeah so yeah so with destinations it's it's non-exclusive I take everything uh with brands I take things that are related to my passions and and I make sure that the brand is very confident with the way that I work, um, yeah. which is that Instagram is an awareness tool. I don't want to have to force people to buy something or, mm. you know, I don't want to do a call to action like click the link in my profile and have like a track 
bit.ly link. Um, I don't want to work on an affiliate basis where, you know, if there's sales, I get a percentage of that Mm -hmm. because it makes the work very heavy handed. Yeah. You can tell the difference when I'm saying, oh, I'm, you know, a good example is I I did some work in Bali with Luxury Escapes. Um, So I took some great shots of Bali and I said, look, I'm over here in Bali and I'm working with this great brand called Luxury Escapes and I'm staying at this property. But hey, like here's a great shot of sunrise out at all board over the rice terraces. Um, I think it needs to be organic rather yeah. than me saying, follow this, do this, go and click, yeah. this, you know, sign up to this email list. Like, I no, I want it to be natural. So I work with clients that understand and respect that. I love that. I think that is such amazing advice for people looking to work with brands and also for brands to be aware of this too, because it isn't just about that sale. It is about raising awareness and like, it might be that someone sees your Instagram post, then sees an ad on Facebook, yes. then sees a newspaper article, Absolutely. then goes into their blog, and, <laughs> then goes, and then they buy it, but yes. it's all contributed. And I think it's really important that brands realize this for people like us who are influencers, so they know that we are actually contributing to a sale of their product or service, yeah, even if it's in a year's time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, you said it. I couldn't have said it better. Yeah. Um, in marketing speak, they say that, that it takes eight touch points before people. Wow. So that's what I say to my clients, you know, exactly what you said. They see my Instagram post, they see an ad on Facebook, they see something in the paper, they hear it on the radio, you know, next minute they're booking. <laughs> and, it, and it is, it should be natural and organic and it should yeah. just be, you know, it, it's, it's the dreaming phase. People are just in their mind going, oh, that yeah. looks nice. Oh, luxury escapes. Like, <laughs> oh, that's a great way to put it. The yeah. dreaming phase. Yes. Gosh, I just have loved this. Yeah. I really have loved this. <laughs> I think there has been so many like key action steps that I think our listeners are going to be able to take. And home. even just like a mindset change about yeah. how to work with brands and um, businesses. Yeah, and live your dream. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Amazing. So we have one last question for you, but before we get onto that, we'd love you to tell all of our listeners where's the best place they can find you. Oh, okay. So Instagram. And my username is Lauren E.P. Bath. Um, the EP stands for Elizabeth Peary, which are my middle names. And oh. when I joined Instagram, I was not thinking of a username that would take me to 450,000 followers. <laughs> I was just thinking of a username that made sense. And I used, you know, my name and my initials. So it's a little confusing, but it is Lauren EP Bath um, or email as well. And, you know, a lot of people reach out to me via email to ask questions. And I love to help other people and, and give back and, you know, let people know where to find more information on me. So email is just info at laurenbath.com. Oh, that's amazing. Oh that's so generous. Mm-hmm. I just, this has been really amazing. Thank you so much, Lauren. And um, the very last question that we ask everyone is, what is the one mantra you're living by right at this moment? I always, it's hard to pick just one, but um, for me, I think it's about relationships and believing in what you do. So relationships in business and in social media and, and in anything you do are everything. You know, nobody's going to hire you or work with you unless they can see who you are as a person, what your integrity is, what you believe in. So I'm very open with people, with clients, you know, with people that I meet, with, you know, everybody that I meet, I treat the same, whether or not they're someone that could potentially hire me to do something great or they're just somebody that wants to learn about Instagram. You know, every person is worth your time. Um, and believe in what you do. It's a matter of understanding what you're offering the industry um, and believing in it 
and being flexible and willing to offer value and, and just, you know, willing to have two-sided conversations and understand where other people are coming from. Oh, thank you so much, Lauren. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay gold shared in this episode i'm so excited I'm to so share excited. it and we're really <laughs> grateful for all of your time and all of the knowledge that you've shared today it's been really amazing oh thanks guys <laughs> we will have you back yay <laughs> we have to find a time yeah <laughs> <It's> definitely <busy>. <laughs> thanks again that's okay have a great day you guys but I am feeling super inspired after that episode Lauren is so amazing and so generous with her knowledge now if you loved that episode I know you're going to love episode 27 with Amy Schmidauer it is all about social media so go and have a listen to that one if you haven't already plus episode 23 is all about snapchat now if you're not on snapchat well you better get on it that's what we reckon anyway that's all today. Merrymakers have the best day in the world. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.